Today's daf is daf Lamed Chet, and in, we ended with the Mishnah last year, which is Yotzim Betzela Sha'alatzinet. So what's a Sela Alatzinet? The Gemara says, Yotzim Betzela Alatzinet, Sha'al Hatzinet, sorry. And that, so you can put a coin on this something that's on a foot. So Tzini is this Pudgara, which is some sort of a wound, some sort of Machala of some sort. Now that's what uh, Reb Chaim says. He says, one second, let me just get it for you. He says, it's Balafresh Maitzini, it says, Kam Pudgara, Min Maka Shebekap Regal. Okay, I've saw different different translations of them, but I'm not sure if any are really accurate. So I'll just let's call it Pugara. says You don't have to use a coin; you can even use some sort of metal plate, and that would achieve the, achieve the same ends, and you'd be able to walk out with that on Shabbos. Okay, um, fine. Uh, let's continue. Now the Gemara then continues by saying, Now Reb Chaim says this is almost brought the way it's expressed. Is because we mentioned it in the previous stuff, right? But it's referring to the case that Banok can go out with Chuten. So Rabbah B'shem Rav Yehuda says, If you remember, we talked about the fact that that uh, the Banot can go out with with like threads weaved into their hair, like braided into their hair, but not uh, but not 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 older people. Out of concern, once again, that they might they might have to have it go to Tefillah, and. <clears throat> And they'll like end up uh, taking because it's a chatzitza, they'll end up taking out and carrying it, if you recall. So what we're saying now is even if it's around their neck, now what's it even around their neck? That is because if you remember last year we mentioned this, that when it's around their neck, not like loosely, I'm talking about tightly around their neck, that um since it's a soft surface on another soft surface, it's more likely to make a chatzitza than a soft and a hard surface. Okay. Um so therefore you might think that um the the, the in that situation we should be choshesh. The answer is no, it's nothing to do with that because, again, we said by for Banot, it's not shriach for them to uh, be uh, necessary for them to go to, to, to Mikvah. Okay? So not, there's not, we don't have that concern by these Banot, these young girls. So Amar, Amar, ba, sorry, Amar Bar Ba, he was mafkid l'shmol b'rei, lo ela aval lo So if you recall, in our mission, the gears we had was that they can go out. So that was, is that when they pierced the ears, before they were ready for earrings, so the hole didn't close up. We said they put little chutin strings through it, or even these little uh, pieces of wood, like toothpicks, if you like. So what the, what the, um, what, what, what Abba Barba says is that, no, you have, should read the Mishnah, Lord the Kishin Shavazanehem. If it's just a Kishmin, that would be considered a Masoy, it's not a decorative or anything like that, so therefore it would be carry. Okay? Now, the next piece is, just to finish off the commentary on the Mishnah, it says, Kene Manita Arviot Yotzor Ruolot and Madiot Prufot. Now, the interesting thing is that's exactly what our Mishnah says, that we talked about Arviot can go out with their hair, with the, like that scarf around them that co- covers it, everything except for their eyes. And the Madiot can go Ruolot that comes, the face is exposed, but it's sort of wrapped around them. Um, and that's exactly what we have in our Mishnah. So what's Kenya Manita? Because to me, the Rechaim explains that there were other girsas of our Mishnah. So it's affirming the girsa we have as being the right girsa. Okay, fine. Next Mishnah. So we talk about um, the the expression we had in the Mishnah was profot, uh, is that what they would do is that have a, like a part one corner of this scarf that they had, they would bring it around them, and the way they would fasten it across them was by bunching up some fabric, putting something solid underneath it to make it like a ball, and then you'd be able to loop the other end over it. Okay, that's how it would hold it get held in place. So what the mission is saying is they can even prefer it ala even vala uh, sorry alha even vala gozamea. Importantly, an even and a matmea might be muktzah. Okay, oh, clearly a coin. 
You're allowed to do that on Shabbos. However, sorry, you're allowed to go out with it. However, you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos, meaning you're allowed to grab a coin, put it in, and loop it around. Why? Because betchila, we'll explain in a moment, betchila is basically going to be muktzah, and you can't grab something muktzah for that purpose. Now, or move something muktzah. Okay? Um, fine. So now the Gemara says, Tani Reb Shimon ben, ben Gamliel, the issue of going on a Shabbos with an Eben at Matbeya is only those two. Meaning, setting up this proferet with an Eben at Matbeya. But then it goes, well, that's, that's different. That's not muta. Mukta Hashem B'Shem Metaltel. So the way I explain the Mishnah kind of was more like Shittat Rebbe Shimon ben Gamliel. That the issue is the product being something that's something that's muksa. Okay? So therefore, setting it up on Shabbat with something that's muksa um, is a problem. But if it's not muksa like this, it goes, it's not a problem. Okay? That's how that's how we argue on the Mishnah. So what's a Chachamim that really didn't make that distinction? So Amarebi Arav Ada Bar Ava Atid Rabban Gamliel Ke Here got Rebbe Meir Bashubi Karebi. Now, what's this machlok with Rebbe? This relates to our other machlok we have with Rebbe before. That um, if you, if this was uh, this was the case where we were discussing whether a woman can go out with a false tooth. Okay. Now, Rebbe and Chachamim argued that if it falls out, she might, as she's putting it back, as she's putting it back in, might walk daladamod b'shusarabim. Okay. Rebbe says we're not concerned about that. So therefore, what it seems to be is Rabban Shimon Gamliel, who said the only issue is Muktza, is like Rebbe, who's not concerned that if it falls out, that she's going to put it back as she's walking. Okay? However, Chachamim, who don't differentiate, now we can understand the explanation by Mishnah, is that the concern is, as if it comes loose and falls out, as she's walking, sorry, as she's trying to put it back, she'll end up walking with it, much like the issue with the, shenta, the false tooth. That's how we understand the, the um the uh the, the Amishnah or the debate between Rabbi Gamliel and Shimon and Gamliel, sorry, and the Chachamim. Anyway, even if the coin was de- designated on Friday, Ben Hashemashes, that uh, she wants. Oh, to and it, well, you're saying if it was a decorative coin that wasn't looked up, presumably it wouldn't be a problem. Like, uh, presumably, if it, like, uh, but but uh, coins in general. I mean, if it was a if if it was fluid currency, I'm not no, sure. I'm saying if it was designated Ben Hashemashes, the that she wants to use it. You said the stone and and the, uh, is not a problem. The stone, I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure about the coin, but it sounds like the stone wouldn't be a problem because you designate it wouldn't be issue of muktzah. Right. Okay. Now, what's interesting here is the only problem with the line in the debate. Reb Chaim points out is that in the debate, it, if you're trying to line up the case of Shenshel Totevet or this faith to this false tooth, there it didn't make a difference if it was even prior to Shabbat. Chachamim said you can't go out with it. Whereas here we seem to differentiate if it was set up before Shabbos. Or in or, or on Shabbos, meaning before Shabbos, everyone says you can go out prefer Allah Evan or Allah Matbeya, whereas on Shabbos is the problem. So Reb Chaim says, Because a gold tooth is very expensive. And this false, false tooth that was made of wood, again, should be embarrassed. Okay, so she's going to pick it up. If we're talking about if you say she's not allowed to put it back in on Shabbat if it was like a stone, then what's going to happen if it falls out? She's not, she's not going to be makbid or mashlicha. Right? Because the stone is very little value. She can just get another one or amote Shabbos for, uh, for the next week or something like that. Okay? So the difference is the expense. Okay? Between the two cases. Okay, next halacha. Hakitea. This is referring to someone who, unfortunately, amputee is missing a foot, importantly. He has both other parts. He has a shin, that, that are part of the leg. 
cup, I should say, right? So he can go out with his cub. Now, a cub is like almost like a fake foot. Okay. However, and so it's like a beggar. What's wrong with that? However, Rebbe, Rebbe Meir says it's Osir. Now, why does Rebbe Meir say it's Asur? Rebbe Chaim explains here is because it's not really, the, the way this amputee would walk is actually more with crutches. Okay. He wouldn't actually walk with his shoe. And the shoe itself is just for aesthetics, right? So it doesn't appear like he's missing a foot. Right, so since it's not a functional clothing for him, that's why he says you can't wear it. Rebbe Meir, again, I'm sure it's not like the uh, like sort of you know prosthetics we have nowadays. Anyway, let's continue. If, however, we're talking about this this cub, this sort of fake foot, that if that's a place to hold the kitim, which is the wool the lining, if you like, they put wool in it to, so it's softer on the foot, then it's also considered a kli. Now, what's interesting here is is that's from the laws of Tumantara. I mean, anything is defined as a Kli susceptible to, is susceptible to Tuma, right? If otherwise, it's what's called a Pshute Kliet. So it's just a plank of wood, okay? Especially, in other words, specifically wooden things need to be have a Beit So you might think, but one second, even if it doesn't have a place to hold in the wool, doesn't it hold the foot? I mean, it goes around the foot. It's got a Beit It's got a receptacle. And the answer is no, because what's considered a Beit Kibul? Beit Kibul is something that I can fill up and carry with, Right? So in other words, I can fill it up with these puffs of wool and I can pick it up and it carries with it. If it's just wrapped around the foot and that's all that's like housing, it's not really carrying the foot, right? It's not considered a bait kibul in that sense. Yes, it has an inside. It might have a toch, but it's not considered like a bait kibul. On its own wouldn't be a kli for tumantara, for kliets, okay? Let's continue. A smochotchelo. This is someone who's, who is actually, um, <laughs> he, would, he would sort of walk, he's missing feet both feet now, and he would walk with like almost shin pads. Those smochot, we say, they're tmei midras. Tmei midras means, if you recall, that means if any kli that's um, suited for lying upon, sitting upon, and, and the like, if a zav rests on it, then he can turn into an avatuma. That's what tuma midras is. Zav, zav, things like that. So in other words, since these smochot, almost like they go on his shins and he walks around on his knees and shuffles along that way, that's, that's considered as if it's ra'ui, it's the tuma midras. And then it says, he can go out wearing them on Shabbos, it's like his clothing. You're allowed to go in the Azara. Now, Gemara's going to question this, because if you think about it, there's Israel going in and shoes into the base of Migdash. So what are these, if, if we're saying go out on Shabbos, it doesn't sound like it's his shoe. So how can he go in the base of Migdash with his shin pads shuffling along? We'll get to that soon. So this is someone who's missing also the bottom parts of his legs. So for example, he's amputated from these down. So what he would do, they would have like a seat for him he would sit on, and they sort of he'd shuffle along with kind of like crutches that the picture books show. But the smuchot of his now we're referring to almost knee pads, because as he's shuffling forwards, it protects his knees from getting damaged. Okay, but he's not really walking on them. Nonetheless, since he leans on them, the Gemara says, those you can't go out and Shabbos with it. Erev Chaim says here, meaning that, because okay? um, it's not an absolute necessity. And it says, you can't go into the base of Mikdash with it. Why? Because now that knee pad is like at the end of his leg, so therefore it's like a shoe, like a minnow. And just to spoil the surprise a bit, the shin pads themselves weren't at the end of his legs. They were on the shins. So therefore, it's not like a shoe. And that's why that was the distinction before that you'd be able to go into Azara with them. Okay, uh, let's continue. And, and sorry, Ankatmin, 
We'll see what that is in a moment. They're Torim, but in your Simba Shabbos. It's not even considered a Kli, and you can't go out on Shabbos where he's not considered a Begit, it would be considered carrying. Okay, let's continue. Shmuel, Omer, Yotzimbo Mishumin Alvinich Nesimbo Balazara. Okay, which means this Kav, if you recall, this was the piece that was at the end of a like a fake foot, if you like. So like a shoe foot together. Uh, that it says you can he says your symbol bishum sandal the symbol bazara, meaning you can go out wearing it. He holds very much like shitat rebi rebi However, he also says you can go to bed to, go to, into the azara with it. So how does that work? Because is it a shoe or not a shoe? It seems to be a contradiction. So in other words, the horse. So so Rabiana is makshed this exact point. Yot symbol of sandal. You say you can go out because it's like a shoe. The sandal that means it's a shoe. So nichnas of azara. If you can go into the base of Mingdash wearing on your feet, then hey, then it's not a sandal. So I'm a rabbi. I'm a rabbi. Ba ad di havud makshele al the shmuel kashat al the midnitin. Before you bring kashat shmuel, this seems to be contradictory. Look at the Mishnah itself. The contradiction is clear in the Mishnah because there it says smuchat shlots may midras yotzim bayem b'shabbos fenichzim b'alara. We said something that you're allowed to go on Shabbos wearing it, and you're allowed to go into the, go, go into the Azara with it. So, what's the distinction? Once again, Reb Chaim explains here, in, Shabbos, in other words, anything you need to assist the person to walk is not considered a Masoi. That's why the shin pads are considered fine to go out on Shabbos, not considered a, a, a weight. However, La Inyan Azara called the love Derech Kavod. In other words, he says quite clearly that when it comes to Azara, anything that's like a shoe, that's what you're not allowed to go in the base of with. But specifically, not this, as we explained, the Kav, which is more just for aesthetic purposes rather than actually to, he wouldn't really walk on it as we explained. Okay, so Amarabana Sofa Delato Paligar Shmuel. The Sefer seems to support Shidat Shmuel. Why? Well, it doesn't argue, it's like in a negative. Because it says, Kisses Mchotchalot me Midras. Okay, so it's me Midras. You can't go on Shabbos. So what are we talking about here? Rilchaim says, Time you can appreciate. Delin and Shabbos, Koshein Lot Sorechiluch, Kakach Lav Minhal. In other words, if it's not Derechiluch, then it's not considered a sh- it's, it's not, sorry, it's not necessary for him. For sisters walking, then it's not a minhal. Okay, you can't go out on Shabbos. Avali in Azara Kivan Shu Barosha Regal, once it's on the edge of his knees, which is the, the end of his legs, then it's a minhal. So you see the 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 distinction brought in the opposite in this case. Because we said he can't go out on Shabbos, but you can't go to Azara with him. Okay? Because this person who's like walking along, just basically he's amputee from the knees down. Okay? Because it's Look, because the 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 knee pads aren't sorechiluch kol kach, which we said, whereas it's still considered on the end of the foot, so it has a has a definition of a minah. That's why you can't go into the base of English with it. So again, we're almost bringing uh, the enough gemina between the two understandings in the opposite way this time than we'd ordered before. Okay, let's continue. And katmin, what's an katmin? The torim vein symbol. Ma'un katmin to ma'un katmin torim. Samari abahu. They're the honus katmin, which is a chamre daida. So Khamra the Daida, uh, I'll read you um the Kobanada says, Hu Khamosha Sim, some sort of like toy donkey. But no sin or and you sort of they wear it over their shoulders. Uh sorry, a kap ktefot should you dehim. That would be kapot yadehim. Interesting. Anyway, but uh, that's uh maybe 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 Kobanada explains slightly different than I thought. But the Mafasha mission explained this one interesting. Either it's like like a fake horse that sort of ride upon these clowns. 
or there's also this uh, big mask. There's an explanation that used to scare children with. Reb Chaim sort of combines the two. I'll read it to you here. He says, Chamor asui klim mishak, some sort of fake chamor they used to play with and use it to like scare kids. No, no, that's a, some sort of... But the point is, it's not considered a malbush, it's not considered a kli, and therefore you can't... It's tilrim, and you can't go out wearing on a chavis. Let's continue. Next, next Mishnah. So a kesher we talked about literally means a knot. We're talking about, we're going to see in the Gemara, is sort of some asavim that are tied to water around the neck, water around the neck for benissal purposes. Okay, we'll see that it's actually Shalpua in the Gemara, which is matter. Okay, let's continue. So, princes, if you like, distinguished individuals, can go out bezugin with bells. Really, really, everyone can. Meaning, it's only, once again, we see this last one, meaning the fact that said, can go out with these bells wasn't because it's exclusively they're allowed to, but just they were the ones that would. People, other people wouldn't. So that's Dibruchachamimobe. Let's continue. Now, these are sort of medicinal things. Uh, well, supposedly medicinal things. We'll see in a moment. And the Gemara will explain what they were useful for. So going out with a beta chagos of egg of a chargol is a chagav, like a locust of some sort. Like a tooth of a fox's tooth. Or masmerat saluf is a nail from someone who was hanged. Mishum refuah. All these things are muta mishum before. That's Ibrahim Biosi. Have Mary says, you know what? Can't go out on Shabbos with it. Af b'chol mishum darke yamuri, meaning he understands it's uh, issues of menachesh nichush, and he says actually v'ktiv v'chukotem lo telechu. You can't. This is the, one of their practices. We don't hold by it. It doesn't have any medicinal purposes. You'll be over until look at v'chukotem lo telechu. Going to the korbanayda. Okay, and and Ruchain. So let's get, let's go through them now. Habanim yotz back to the gemara now. Habanim yotzim b'ksharim. What are the kshayim? That's kishrei pua. As we said, that's a matter that was tied around them next. Now, what type of zugim are we talking about? So, it's some bell that they wear around their necks. Okay? What does it mean everyone can? It's just whether we're talking about young, wealthy children or young, poor children. Now, the point is, is that it was worn around their necks. Now, there's two explanations what Chaim says. Is that because we're not, despite the fact we're broadening the definition to uh, all ketanim, despite their uh, financial status, it's specifically still only ketanim, either because it was the derech of young kids to go out with bells around their neck, okay, some decorative bell, I assume, or uh, the other understanding is in your simba lochashina dilma mifsak. We're not concerned it will break for atilatui brushus arabian daladamos, okay, because even if it was pasik or mighty, even if it fell and the kid picked up and carried it. We say, um, we're talking about a young kid now, then Lake Isor, because it's not, not, not it's like not over in Sudra, it's like a young kid doing it. But Dolim, you can't. So the first understanding the Gemara is talking about bells worn around the neck. However, Ila says, no, we're talking about Zugim bells that are sewn into the clothing. Okay, so these decorative bells, I mean, sound strange to us, but they had it. Adam, what does it mean? Beng Dolim, Beng Tanim, whether they are adult or young, or whether they are also, in other words, it doesn't matter if they're. In other words, when it, again, when it says the um, kol adam, it's saying it's not saying that it's uh, by financial differences. It's saying yes, I mentioned ketanim going out with the clothing, but even gdolim can wear it as well because once it's sewed to the clothing, it's not a problem. You see, let's just continue. Manina pligal rebzira. The Mishnah seems to cholik on rebzira. Says yotin hu adam bezugim shebechsuto, right? Ve'en yotze bezugim shebatzavara. So you see, this seems we've got, seemed, this seems to present a problem for rebzira that because it says you can go with zugim in your clothes and not in your not around your neck. 
And Reb Zira was a shita that says, we're talking about zugim around your neck. So the Gemara answers it very simply. He says, no, even Reb Zira differentiated but who can wear it around the neck. So once again, can, we explain it very easily, can begdolim, can begtanim. Depends who you're talking about. If it's gedolim, that's when you can't do it, because it wasn't derech of gedolim, as we said, or the chashash in my karen shesarabim. Um, but gedolim wasn't a problem. Okay, let's continue. What's beitzah dechargol? Why would they have a beitzah dechargol around? What was the purpose of going out with one of the, with, the, with this uh, beitzah dechargol, this egg from a, um, so it's like a locust? Because it was tabla odna. It was seemed to be a, some sort of refuah for an earache. Okay, next. Now, what that was Tov Lashena. People have sleep issues. So Rechaim here quotes, uh, this is this says, Tovu Lashena, Shen Shishu'al Chai, if it's from a living Shu'al, it's helpful for someone who has insomnia. Sorry, sorry, opposite. To someone who has problems falling asleep too much. Right? But from a, seems to be a tooth from a dead fox was helpful for someone who that's a case of insomnia, who, who couldn't sleep and it was helpful for him to fall asleep. Okay. Now, what's a masmerashal to Hatzalul? That's tovla avavita. Now, avavita says min makes, some sort of wound. It was good for it. So, itani, tani, umachlik. Some people have a different, they switch the shittas, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir and the Mishnah, in terms of whether it's mutar to go with these things out, or as, or Mishum Dakir, or Muri. So, Rabchanin, Yabashem, Yochanan says, like a Mishnah, that it was Rabbi Yossi that's matir and Rabbi Meir that forbids it. Okay, Rabbi Shmuel says, Rabbi Meaning, all these things that we're discussing, if it is proven medically that it helps, there's no issue of Tarkei Mori. Okay? In other words, it's just because, like, the other nations use something that heals them, it's not us for us to, to do it if it's medicinal. I know you could say acupuncture, things like that, maybe. I don't know. Um, I just threw that out because it's something alternative, but if it has medical benefit, then it's not Tarkei Mori. Let's continue. Um, dar- now, this is someone's Lochesh says these, he sort of says these sentences um, part of healing, okay? See, so if someone says, dar dar givat, that's no good. That's Mushim Dar Kemuri. That's Lochesh. That's using, um, you know, enchantments and things like that. Everybody says, no, it's even worse than that. Mushim Dagon. It's actually Avodazara. Because by saying that, you make reference to a form of Avodazara, because we know Dagon is a form of Avodazara, like it says in the beginning of Shmuel, Barosh Dagon, that was that was cut off, but let's continue. Donu Dani, if he says those words, part of his enchantments, we say, that's Ishum Shum Darker Muri. It's Asu to do. Rabbi Yosh, Yoda says, no, it's actually a reference of Avodazara. It's even worse than that. Mishum Dan is Avodazara. Ba'amri Elohecha, sorry, is Dan. So you see a reference Dan as being a Shem Avodazara. If someone says, love, love, that's also Mishum Darker Muri, according to the first opinion. Rabbi Huda once again comes in and says, that's Ishu Avodazara. It's even worse than that, because it says, Vayomru El Sumimenu Vedata Kecha. So love here, he understands law is a Shem Avodazar that might be referenced to. Okay, let's continue. Someone has a stone stuck in their throat. You take that same mint that's bone, oh, sorry, not stone, bone that was of that, that same type of bone and put it on their head. But in motion dark it seem to be proven benefits. Things even Pasukimenta say, the bubbly discusses. And it's proven, it sounds like. It's not a uh, darker memory issue. Okay. Tani Rebelaz Lezir Ben Yaakov says, Says, even though you're not allowed to do nichush, you can still rely on simanim. What's a siman? Meaning as follows. Meaning, if certain things happen, you can you can take as indication. It's not considered lot It's not considered like oh, a black cat walk across the road. I'm not going to go across the road. That's maybe issues lot However, if certain uh, you'll see in a moment. It says, um, 
certain things that you can rely on. It says, but it has to happen, it has to happen three times, some sort of simon. Could go on, for example, and it says, Yosef, of Shimon, it's talking about Yaakov. First, on his way back, Rachel died. And then he says, when they tried to, when the, 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 the sons tried to convince Yaakov to take Binyamin to come to, to, to Mitzrayim, then to free Shimon, Yosef said, sorry, Yaakov said, Yosef, Yosef's not here, Vishimon, Vetabinyamin, you want to take Binyamin with you? In other words, here he's understanding that Reb Chaim says, Yaakov, In other he said, I cannot do this because there's almost like Simon. I've got bad experiences three times, so I'm not gonna. This is something I don't want to do, and that's not considered nichos. It's not considered superstitious. Uh, let's continue. So Amar Reb Bakol. You can even go by a batkol, meaning Reb Chaim says, "Im If you're going to start something, and it's in your heart to do it, kol or Hen or law, and you hear someone saying no or yes or whatever it is, you can hold echad harav. Vein kamishum nichosh. That's considered nichosh. Can you even rely on that? It sounds like. Um, why is that? Because my timing it brings a puzzle to prove it. It says ve'oznecha tishmana davar me'acharecha lemor zehaderech lechuba that you you know you 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 heard from behind you saying that you should go on this path. Right. That's the um, that's puzzle from Shayao. Okay, now one of the interesting cases is as follows. Ravalaza He went to the toilet. Ata avtiuna dromai, a sar, one, one a, a minister, like a Roman general, if you like, came. And what did he do? He said, All right, get out of the toilet. I'm going there. Kicked him out and sat down in this spot. Okay? So Amar Hachi, Amar Kol Ama Lo Akim Labarnash, Elali. Why did he pick me? Right, a lot of people using toilets here. Why is Dafkamiya kicked out of my spot? This month, there must be more to this story. Ella li leitefshar. I cannot leave here. Adana adneda mahavi sofa. I want to know what the end of the story is here. There's got to be more to it. So let's just finish the story. Father Taman What happened was there was a snake that was there in that same toilet, and Shari Nafik v'yahiv le udra and end up coming and basically biting and poisoning this general Taman. One second. V'yahiv le idro Taman achat duribui. So Ray Rukhaim explains what that means is and it was like a fatal bite that his like insides came out. So it sounds like. And therefore the Karailave, and therefore Rabbi Yochanan, sorry, Lazar, sorry, said that the, the this particular pasuk refers to his situation. It says because it's a tenadamtatecha. It is a pasuk uh, again from Ishao that I'll place someone in your stead. So in other words, the snake was there in the toilet where he was, and this very strange thing happens. Like, why am I being kicked out of the toilet and somebody else is taking my place? Well, again, I'm, I'm, I, because it was a dangerous situation, I could have put someone, Adam Tachtecha, in his place. Okay.